great you're here. You're just in time. Jersey number 82 is on the docket for today. Your podcast of daily football history has the NFL's top players wearing jersey 82. And we have a top 10 list coming for you in just a moment. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. Your host, Darren Hayes, is podcasting from America's North Shore to bring you the memories of the gridiron one day at a time. So as we come out of the tunnel of the Sports History Network, let's take the field and go no huddle through the portal of positive gridiron history with pigskindispatch.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren. He's at pigskindispatch.com. And welcome to the Football by Numbers. Jersey number 82 is our jersey number that's on the docket today. And we are going to talk about the finest players in NFL history that wore that jersey number 82. And boy, we have some good ones for you. And I guess before we start off, we'll do as we always do. Talk about who the Pro Football Hall of Fame has deemed as their players that have... uh, made it on this list and uh, we'll start off by telling you that Raymond Berry is one of those Ozzie Newsome is another the great Alan Page John Stallworth Shannon Sharp those five players are made it into the Pro Football Hall of Fame and they wore jersey number 82 now just as a little caveat Shannon Sharp wore the jersey number for two seasons Alan Page he wore it for four seasons but the rest of those guys 13 or more years. And let's start off by talking about the first on our list, Ozzie Newsome. Ozzie Newsome wore that number 82 with the Cleveland Browns from 1978 to 1990. And uh, what a truly great player that Ozzie Newsome was. He was born in uh, 1956, March 16th was his birthday, Marsh, Muscle Shoals, Alabama, and he was a big four-year starting wide receiver for the Alabama Crimson Tide from 74 to 77. Ozzie, he, according to his bio on the National Football Foundation's website, was the offensive captain and earned All-American honors in 1977. Newsom had a brilliant career with the Tide, as in four years he caught 102 passes for over 2,000 yards with an average gain of 203 yards per catch. Oz's best game was in his senior season and it came against the fighting Irish in Notre Dame when he caught seven passes, scored two touchdowns, and had a two-point conversion while receiving high praise and accolades for his great blocking. The highest award that Ozzie may have received in college may have been the remarks of his head coach, Bear Bryant, who called Ozzie the greatest end in Alabama history, and that includes Don Hudson. A total team player, fine blocker, outstanding leader, great receiver with concentration, speed, and hands. Wow. When you have the great Paul Bear Bryant say that you are the best player in Alabama history, and that even mentions Don Hudson by name of, uh, you know, I'm sorry, not the best player, but the best receiver. Wow, that is like speaking volumes of just what a great college player he was. Well, the NFL voters, they put Ozzie Newsome in the College Football Hall of Fame in 1994. And at the 1978 NFL Draft, the Cleveland Browns sent their first-round card into the commissioner with Ozzie's name on it. And Newsom played 13 seasons with the Browns and ended his career as the league's fourth-leading receiver and first among tight ends. He caught 662 passes for 70. 70- 
7,980 yards and 47 touchdowns. The Wizard of Oz's best professional season was in 1983 when he hauled in 89 balls and then replicated those numbers the very next season. 1999, Ozzie Newsom was enshrined in the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, and uh, he's gone on to be one of the great general managers in uh, NFL history, uh, most notably, you know, Cleveland Browns a little bit, and then when the Browns uh, turned into the Ravens, wow, what a job he did with the Ravens, leading them to two Super Bowl victories with an all-star cast of players each and every year. I think he's since uh, retired as that job, but, uh, you know, three Pro Bowls in his career, one-time All-Pro, All-1980s team, and in the Hall of Fame. 47 touchdowns in his career. Who can say anything more about Ozzie Newsome than that? Well, maybe another player with number 82. He also wore that jersey for 13 seasons, 1955 to 1967 with the Baltimore Colts, Raymond Berry. Now, Raymond Berry, talk about a, a great player here at end. February 27, 1933, he was born in Corpus Christi, Texas, and he was an end from Southern Methodist University. Barry was selected by the Baltimore Colts as a 20th round pick, a futures choice. And this surprised many that he was even picked at all. You see, Raymond had caught only 33 balls in his entire career at SMU. He also had to wear one shoe with a sole thicker than the other because he had one leg a little bit longer than the other. The Colts minded none of this, and they had a very clear vision of the kind of player this young man could be. The Pro Football Hall of Fame in Raymond's bio says that he played with a lot of grit and hustle. And these traits, plus an amazing desire to play professional ball, was a fire that drove Barry to stardom. On his account, he developed 88 moves to get open as a wide receiver. He said this himself. His patterns were so crisp that it is said that they were within inches of where the play diagrammed him to be consistently. His hands were true and very soft to the catch. Oh, and did we fail to mention that he had probably the most prolific quarterback of the era tossing him the pigskin? That was Johnny Unitas. The Hall's bio on Barry goes on to say he was a first or second team All-Pro choice in 1957 through 1961 and again in 1965. And he was selected to play in six Pro Bowl games during his career. Sure-handed receiver. Raymond only fumbled once in 13 years. Perhaps his greatest moment came in the famous overtime 1958 NFL Championship game. You know it. The greatest game ever played is what it's gone down to. He set a then-record 12 catches for 178 yards and a touchdown. Several of these grabs came in the Colts' life-or-death last-minute drive to the tying field goal in the overtime period. Two receptions, good for 33 yards, were the major gains in Baltimore's drive for the winning score. That's what the Pro Football Hall of Fame said. His career stats were 631 catches for 92 375 yards, 68 scores, and this is what gets a guy in the Pro Football Hall of Fame where Raymond Berry was enshrined in 1973. What a player. Another great one, Raymond Berry. And those two are going one and two on our list. I don't care who you put one, who you put two. Both superior athletes. Ozzie Newsom, a tight end in the NFL. Raymond Berry, Another end, sometimes considered a tight end. Uh, just a tremendous players all the way around. And uh, we'll get to some more receivers here in a moment. But the next player we want to probably talk about is the great Alan Page. Like we said, Alan Page wore that jersey number 82 for only uh, four seasons. And uh, those were the four seasons he came uh, and played for 
the uh, Chicago Bears at the very end of his career, 1978, 79, 80, and 81 with the Bears. The rest of the time, he was a number 88, so we'll be talking about him again. But uh, Alan Page, he was just a defensive end from Notre Dame who was selected entering the College Football Hall of Fame. He was a member of that famed 1966 Fighting Irish National Championship team. Mr. Page went on to have a tremendous 15-year pro career as part of the famed Purple People Eaters, where he wore number 80, of course. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings had three seasons with the Chicago Bears. That's where the 82s came in. And in 1967, he won NFL Rookie of the Year honors. As a Viking, Allen played in four Super Bowls. Uh, unfortunately, never got the hoist the Lombardi Trophy, but he was named to the All-1970s Decade Team. He uh, is inducted in the Vikings Ring of Honor. The great defender also has his bronze bust placed in the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton. Uh, first player on the defensive side of the ball to win the NFL MVP honors. And only Lawrence Taylor has done it since. So that just tells you a superior athlete, Alan Page is. And he also, after football, went on to serve in the Supreme Court of Minnesota as an Associate Justice you know, for years. So, very smart man. Very good player. Uh, we're going to probably put him on standby of this list because he only wore that jersey for four seasons. Not sure if that'll get him in or not, but, uh, you know, who knows? It, it very well could. But this next player is one that's very near and dear to my heart, John Stallworth. Now, John Stallworth wore the jersey for 14 seasons as a member of with the Pittsburgh Steelers his entire career, 1974 to 1987. He was part of that famous 1974 draft class of the Steelers. Yeah, you know what we're talking about. You know, you had Lambert and Stallworth and Lynn Swan. Donnie Shell came in as a free agent. I believe Mike Webster came in that year. You know, look at all these great uh, gold jacket wearers that are uh, from that 1974 class that Pittsburgh brought in. No wonder they won four Super Bowls after that. But uh, Stallworth, you know, he had 8,723 yards receiving, 537 receptions, 63 touchdowns on a team that had 2,000-yard backs while he was there. The Steelers ran the ball. Passing was sort of the second option. Uh, they wanted to run the ball. And John Stallworth and Lynn Swan, uh, Terry Bradshaw, their quarterback, all became Hall of Famers from what they did. But it was an era of running. He made it to three Pro Bowls. He was a one-time All-Pro, four-time Super Bowl champion, and uh, the 1984 uh, Comeback Player of the Year. John Stallworth, tremendous ball player, and uh, he is one that is he's going on our list. He's our third player that's definitely going in as a Hall of Famer. Now, Shannon Sharp, now we just talked about him the other day uh, when we were talking about the jersey number 81s. You know, very fine player. Uh, with the Denver Broncos. 1990 uh, through 99, uh, spent a couple years in Baltimore, 2000-2001, won a Super Bowl there. Uh, 2002-2003, again with the Broncos. So 12 seasons as a Bronco, two as a Baltimore Colt. Uh, Three-time Super Bowl champion. Remember, he won those two Super Bowls with Denver, John Elway, at the end of his career, Elway's career. The one with the Ravens, eight-time Pro Bowler, four-time All-Pro, wore that jersey is of 82 for two seasons as a tight end in Baltimore system. I think we're going to put him on standby too because he's a great player. We just uh, we told you the other day we were talking about him with our, our last jersey number, but um, we're going to put him on standby, and he may make it in just like Alan Page. 
Let's talk about some of these guys that are not in the Hall of Fame yet. How about Jimmy Smith? What a tremendous uh, player Jimmy Smith is. Now, when you're talking uh, great wide receivers, uh, his nickname was Lightning, five-time Pro Bowl or one-time Super Bowl champ. Dallas Cowboys drafted him in 1992, and then as part of the expansion draft, uh, because he got injured and had uh, appendicitis and some complications from a 93 season, so he didn't come back with Dallas that second year. But the Jacksonville Jaguars took him in the supplemental draft. He played with the Jags from 95 all the way to 2005. And what a great uh, find he was for them. He had 12,287 yards receiving, 67 touchdowns, 862 receptions. Jersey number 82 for that entire career, which spanned 14 seasons. Uh, Jimmy Smith, he's going to be our fourth player that's going on our list. Jason Witten, another one, a tight end. Dallas Cowboys. That's two Dallas Cowboy draft picks in a row. Uh, We don't think of uh, Jimmy Smith as being a Dallas Cowboy pick, but he was. But Jason Witten was, and he played for the Cowboys his entire career. Uh, I'm sorry, most of his career. 2003 through 2019, uh, he was retired during the 2018 season. Last year, he came as a Las Vegas Raider. They brought him uh, out of away from Dallas, and uh, so that was the one year he was not. And he may very well be back this year. I'm not sure if he retired, went back to the TV booth again. Uh, but he was a great commentator, by the way. 11 Pro Bowls for this man. Two-time All-Pro. 2012 Walter Payton Man of the Year. Uh, over 13,000 yards receiving. 74 touchdowns. 1,228 receptions so far in his career. And he, like we said, he still could be going. Not sure if he is or not. Uh, Jason Witten, great number 82. Fifth player going on our list of uh, top-time all-players. Another player that... Uh, has some strong consideration, wore the jersey number 82 for 13 seasons. That's Jim Houston. He's a linebacker, defensive end. Uh, he played for the Cleveland Browns from 1960 to 1972. Uh, this man had uh, was credited with 29 and a half sacks, uh, a great ball player, left defensive end, left linebacker. Um, you know, had four Pro Bowls and one time as an NFL champion with the, the Browns. And uh, another one that's uh, some strong consideration. And uh, I think uh, he, he may make it in, but we'll, we'll take a look at him as we come back. Uh, John Taylor, another number 82, a wide receiver, sure-handed receiver. Uh, came in with the San Francisco 49ers, 1987 to 1995. Most famously, played across from a very good receiver, the best of all time, Mr. Jerry Rice. Uh, but also had Joe Montana throwing him the ball, Steve Young throwing him the ball. 43 touchdowns, 5,598 yards, uh, 347 receptions, uh, you know, two-time Pro Bowler, three-time Super Bowl champion, all 1980s team. Uh, Another great number 82. I think we might have to take a look at him coming back too because uh, he's another good one. But how about Daryl Jackson? You know, Jackson wearing that jersey 82 for nine seasons, 2000 through 2008. Uh, You know, just his play as a wide receiver for the Seattle Seahawks from 2000 when he came in the league to 2006. Spent 2007 with San Francisco, final year 2008 with the Denver Broncos, 7,132 yards receiving, 51 touchdowns, 499 receptions. Never made 
a Pro Bowl, never made All-Pro, but uh, still a significant player indeed in Mr. Daryl Jackson. And uh, we'll put him under consideration. Uh, how about Bob Pollard? Another great name from the past. Uh, Bob wore jersey number 82 for his uh, entire career. He was with the New Orleans Saints for seven years, St. Louis Cardinals for four years. Uh, 1971 through 1981 was his career. 57 sacks to his credit. Um, defensive end, defensive tackle. Never a Pro Bowl, never an All-Pro, uh, but uh, always on our mind. You know, Bob Pollard, great player. Uh, there are just so many great players in here. You know, Yancey Thigpen, uh, the great Steelers wide receiver, nine years wearing it. Derek Alexander, you know, there's a name that brings back some, some memories here in the NFL. You know, Derek Alexander, a great wide receiver with the Cleveland Browns for 94-95 season. Went to Baltimore with the team, 96-97. Kansas City Chief for four years after that. And in one final year in Minnesota, 6,900 yards, uh, 6,971 yards, 40 touchdowns, 417 receptions. Another very solid player. Not sure if he'll have enough to make it in here. Um, you know, Mike Quick is on there. Antoine Randall-L, Rondi Rodney Holman, Mike Renfro, Mickey Schuler, uh, Frank Lewis, Ed Husman, um, Michael Westbrook, uh, Kyle Rudolph, what a great tight end that's still playing, has 11 seasons with the number 82. He may have retired this year, I'm not sure. Uh, Mark Ingram, another superior wide receiver. Uh, let's just take a look at a few of his stats from the pro football reference. You know, Mark... Uh, had uh, 3,926 yards, 26 TDs, 265 catches, New York Giants, Miami Dolphins, Green Bay Packers, Philadelphia Eagles. You know, we could go on and on with this list of these great players. And, uh, you know, Royce Berry, James Jett, Don Beebe, Delaney Walker, uh, Tony McGee, just uh, great names in the, the history of wearing this jersey number. Well, we have five spots filled up already. I think it's time to deliberate and throw some other names in there. And I think uh, we're going to put uh, Jim Houston as our sixth. We talked about him already. Uh, we're going to go with John Taylor as our seventh. Our eighth, Alan Page. I don't care four seasons or not. Shannon Sharp, another one. Two seasons or not. Uh, he's going on. He's our ninth player. And I think our last player... We're going to put on her. I think we're going to put uh, Daryl Jackson on as our 10th player. Greatest number 82s of all time in NFL history. There you go. That's uh, quite a list there. Ozzie Newsome, Raymond Berry, John Stallworth, Jimmy Smith, Alan Page, Shannon Sharp, uh, Jason Witten, Jim Houston, John Taylor, Daryl Jackson. 10 greatest players. Pixie and Dispatch list of greatest number 82s in NFL history. We thank you for joining us. We hope that you will join us again. We remember we put a podcast out each and every day, Pigskin Daily History Podcast. Uh, make sure you join us. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Pigskin Dispatch. And uh, send us your comments. Do you like what our picks? you think we missed somebody? Uh, were they out of order? Pigskindispatch at gmail.com. Send us an email. Let us know how you feel. And until tomorrow, everybody, have a great gridiron day. We're taking a peek over at the chains in the down marker. It's fourth and long. We're going to have to punt the ball and get on out of here, but we'll have another series tomorrow for your football history headlines, so be sure to tune in. 
we invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleat Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. Pigskindispatch.com is a proud affiliate of the Sports History Network, the headquarters of sports yesteryear.